Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tian Tian. Now, in case you missed it earlier, Under the Radar is a new segment for the Drive Time Show where we speak with businesses and industry leaders on their assessment of the business environment they're in and what the future holds for them. And in our first episode of Under the Radar, we are going to talk about REIT managers and what's next as they put their FY 2022 earnings behind them. So our guest for today is from OUE Commercial REIT, which has a property portfolio comprising approximately 2.2 million square feet of prime office and retail space and uh, some 1,600 upper upscale hotel rooms in Singapore and Shanghai. Now, the REIT recently announced their earnings for FY 2022 earlier this week. Net property income increased some 8.6% on a yearly basis to 103.3 million sing dollars and as travel resumes and borders reopen we want to find out what's next for the company in 2023 now enough of me talking here and let's welcome our guest for today han kim siu ceo of oue commercial rejoins us on the show hi han how are you hi i'm very well thank you for having me on your new show congratulations on that Thank you very much and great to have you on as well. And Han, I want to start by looking at OUE's financial performance for FY 2022 and December. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your net property income for second half increased at 8.6%. Is this performance within your target? What are the drivers behind the numbers? Our target obviously is to have 100% occupancy. Our target is to have sort of, you know, maximum rents. Um, so we, we we look at what the market can you know can uh, can give us, and we try and maximize uh, the potential of what the market can give us, uh, aligned with whatever uh, what our assets can you know can deliver as well. So I would say all, all in all, uh, when you look at our office portfolio, you know we're at ninety five point five percent portfolio occupancy. We've moved it up by four percentage points. So that's that's a very good performance uh, on our side. Um, we've seen rent reversions uh, move up very well, double digit. We've seen sort of we are achieving um, fifteen dollar, fourteen dollar rents in Bayfront, which is you know which are we're pushing the sort of the market uh, on that uh, on that front as well. So all in all, you know, I would say on the office portfolio we're doing really well. Our hotel, you know, our Hilton, we've reopened. Uh, I believe we'll touch on that a little bit later, but you know that's. Uh, you know, that's performing um, beyond our sort of, you know, our initial expectations. So we're delighted with that. Hmm. And well, uh, Hannah, I do want to pose this question to you as well, because we saw a stronger performance from OUE Commercial REIT, but distribution per unit, though, declined 24% uh, on year Mm. for the second half ended December. So help us understand why is this the case? Okay, so I think there, there are sort of two main factors really. Um, the first factor is interest rates. You know, like like uh, all businesses around the world, uh, all REITs in Singapore as well. Um, you know, we, we are sort of impacted by the very rapidly rising interest rate environment. So interest rate expense has gone up uh, a fair bit uh, compared to sort of you know what we were paying last year. So it you know that has sort of contributed to a large part of that uh, the decline. Uh, also. We used to have uh, income support for OUE downtown. Now that has fallen away uh, as of July last year. So that those two components really uh, has contributed to the bulk of the, the decline. But we are, what we're doing now is we are uh, pushing our rents up uh, for OUE downtown. So we are, we are sort of, you know, uh, doing rents in the sort of, um, mid high eights and, and you know in some cases nine dollar rent so pushing very close to the income support uh 
the previous income support levels. So we hope to bridge that gap, uh, you know, in over the next uh, year or two. Right. And uh, well, Han, let's look at the different segments of your business. Committed occupancy of your Singapore office properties as of December last year, high at uh, 95.5%. To what extent can this level of occupancy be sustained with the hybrid work arrangement becoming a way of life of the future? Okay, I think you sort of have to look at it in two perspectives. Right? The first one is um, look at, you know, what, what, is, what is Singapore office supply looking like? So Singapore office supply is very tight uh, because the government has done a wonderful job of, you know, of trying to match demand and supply such that we don't have sort of uh, very big volatility in, in terms of our rents and, you know, it provides a, a much more stable environment. So looking forward, we have quite tight supply. The two buildings, uh, which, you know, uh, the two new buildings in the, in the CBD, uh, Goku Midtown, uh, 101, uh, they are, you know, they're more than 50% uh, pre-let already. So there's very little supply. Now, obviously there's concern that there's tech, uh, some large, uh, there's sort of a number of layoffs in the technology uh, sector. Uh, and that will translate, obviously, to some space being uh, given up. And we've seen that uh, in, in Singapore as well. For instance, Shopee has given up, you know, a whole building. So obviously, that's going to come through. So there will be some shadow space. Uh, sort of the numbers being uh, sort of being forecasted are sort of between 700 and 900,000 uh, square feet uh, coming up uh, as a shadow space. Mm -hmm. But because, you know, of the tight supply uh, in the market, uh, we feel that, you know, that would be absorbed uh, sort of organically. Uh, again, there is also strong demand for uh, MNCs, uh, for non-bank financial institutions to keep growing in Singapore. Um, the private wealth uh, sector is growing rapidly in Singapore. So we're seeing these type of tenants expand. We're seeing uh, accounting firms, legal firms, mm -hmm. we're seeing media firms uh, expanding in, in Singapore, uh, taking right. up space. So that, you know, that obviously contributes to, I would say, a, a very stable environment. So we believe sort of, you know, 95.5% uh, office portfolio occupancy at the moment we have, uh, we feel we should be able to, uh, to improve on that for this year uh, at sort of, you know, at similar rent levels. Yeah. Right. So you mentioned about rent, and I do want to touch on that with regards to the office segment as well. Rental reversions gone up by 32 to 8.3% in the fourth quarter. But do you think this is enough to cover the rise in interest costs, given that uh, interest is uh, one of the reasons also weighing on the amount available for distribution? So if you if you look at, <clears throat> sort of on a structural basis, if you look at uh, Singapore office leases, there are three-year leases. So which means, you know, if you sort of uh, take it mathematically, a third of all your leases would expire every sort of, you know, every year. So higher rents means to get the whole portfolio up to a much higher level means you would actually take three years to roll it out, right? So there would naturally be a slight sort of a timing mismatch with regards to interest rates. Probably by the time we, we you know, we have um, overall portfolio rents rising up to current levels, interest rates would have come down and, you know, and we might sort of, you know, uh, be paying a little bit more in terms of interest rates, not covering it up sort of in the next year or two, but subsequently, you know, it will reverse course and then we'll benefit from that. But if you look at it on a more sort of medium term, it will even itself out. Um, and we actually do think we'll be positive um, uh, in that in that respect. 
Right. If you're just tuning in, we're now speaking to Han Kim Siu, CEO of OUE Commercial REIT. Well, uh, Han, let's look at something that's more exciting for 2023, hospitality and the revival of travel. Well, uh, on that note, revenue per available room for your site, uh, Q4 up some 18% due to a successful rebranding of Hilton Singapore Orchard and the recovery mm -hmm. of the mice sector. Tell us about the rebranding initiative and your expectations for 2023 hospitality sector performance. Okay. Back, uh, you know, back in 2019, um, the, the read looked at, you know, uh, the previously Mandarin Orchard Singapore, and it was very much a regional hotel. Uh, there were a lot of travelers from the region, uh, a lot of large tour groups, uh, sort of we were catering to a lot of uh, air crew as well. That meant, you know, uh, red levels were, I mean, it's, uh, ADR room levels were sort of back in Q4 2019, they were essentially $270, $280. Now, if you, you know, if you fast forward that and you look at today, we're doing rev pars, um, which you know is way above that number. And we're doing rev pars north of 300. So, which means you know our our average daily rates for the Hilton are so circa 500 or so. So it ha it's a significant step up, and I think really the proof is in the pudding, right? So we're seeing strong uh, occupancy, we're seeing strong uh, average daily rates for our for the Hilton Singapore Orchard. So that has you know improved significantly. Uh, our one hundred fifty million dollar uh, asset enhancement initiative uh, has been very successful. We have with that with the rebranding to Hilton, we've been able to tap into the Hilton Honors Program. They have over one hundred million members. So, which means, you know, they bring through a lot of uh, business travelers uh, and, you know, and, and also MICE uh, events as well. And we're improving our, uh, we're improving the mix of our, our hotel guests. It previously used to be very, like, like as I mentioned earlier, very Asian based. Mm -hmm. Now we're getting sort of 12% um, uh, US travelers. We're sort of getting right. uh, sort of, you know, 12% uh, European travelers. So it has really changed. Um, mm. Naturally, you know, Southeast Asian travelers are still a big part of uh, our uh, guest base. Yeah. Right. But again, you know, it has changed. Mm. We we have the largest uh, mice facility on Orchard Road now, post rebranding. Right. I see. And away from Singapore, I do want to look at. Uh, your business in Shanghai, because China's COVID-19 response measures that have dampened leasing sentiment. Uh, but as uh, authorities unwind those tough measures, do you expect any long-term damage done and how would you get around that? Okay. I think you, you have to look at, you know, I, I believe uh, humankind is, is very resilient. Uh, if you look at, you know, if you go back so 50, 60 years ago, uh, during the war, you know, Tokyo was sort of destroyed, Paris too, London too, and, and look at where they are now. I mean, it has completely rebounded. These cities are better than they've, they've ever been. And, you know, and going back to, to Shanghai, you know, I have I have full confidence in, uh, in uh, the people in Shanghai and the, in the government in China that, you know, Shanghai will bounce back uh, very, very quickly. We are, I'm actually hearing from, you know, friends, uh, hearing from, uh, business partners uh, over the last two, three weeks that they are seeing the signs of the vibrancy which uh, Shanghai is renowned for come back. So these signs are, are reappearing. And and I do think actually Shanghai will be back a lot faster than most people expect. Right. And one final question for you, Han, before we let you go. We are in the midst of the earnings season. Quite a number of REIT managers reporting their financial performance. 
how do you think OUE Commercial REIT has fed? How would you position yourself looking forward and what are your immediate plans? Uh, I believe the you know our portfolio is uh, extremely strong. We have a strong uh, you know we have a strong uh, portfolio in the sense that it's high quality. So during times of stress, we saw you know there's always a flight to quality, and we would benefit from that. And during times of recovery, which we saw uh, last year, uh, rents. So we saw you know OE Bayfront, which is our best perform sort of best uh, in class uh, asset. Rents moved up very quickly, and first uh, it was the first out of the gate for that as well. So we believe you know there is obviously the change in the work environment towards hybrid working, uh, but we believe again uh, you know when people choose hybrid working, it means one or two days work from home you know, for Singapore context. That means when they do come to work, they do want to work in the CBD. So you know. All three of our office assets are in the CBD. Our hotel is in the CBD. Uh, Mandarin Gallery is in the CBD. So it did, we believe we're really well positioned for a recovery. Uh, we're well positioned, even if there's, you know, it's a muted sort of recovery this year. Uh, it's well positioned. Um, mm. The Chinese market's opening up. The tourists are coming back. So right. the Hilton has been sort of, you know, a popular mm. destination for them. So is the Mandarin Gallery. So uh, very excited. Looking forward to that indeed. Thank you very much, Han. That was Han Kim Siu, CEO of OUE Commercial REIT. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.